0: I remember I had an experiment. It was kind of a forced experiment. It was actually before I started the business. It was when I knew I was gonna to have to grind for a little bit. So I stopped eating meat and I stopped eating like all expensive foods. I literally was like not, it wasn't like, I was literally spending $15 a week. Universe 7. And reduce up two and five. Yep, what's going on, Brocratic Methods? Your boy, Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company studio. Today is Friday, February 9th, 2024. And we're here in season 11, episode 23. And today we're gonna to be talking about health and fitness myths debunked. So yeah, we're gonna be talking about healthy eating. Is it too expensive? We're gonna be talking about avoiding carbs. Should you avoid carbs altogether? Are carbs making you fat? We're gonna be talking about gluten-free, Should everybody be gluten-free? Is gluten-free healthy overall? And finally, we're gonna be talking about rice. Actually, I talked about rice first because I thought that was uh, really interesting because rice is something that we're all familiar with. I'm sure you remember that rice acronym, REST, ICE, Compression, and Elevation, Yeah, that's since been debunked since 2015 by the actual doctor that created that method himself. So uh, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about uh, those uh, particular topics. And uh, if you have any other ones that you want to add, feel free to let me know. Shoot me an email, generalfitnesscompany at gmail.com. Or you can write them in the show notes. Or not the show notes, but you can answer the question. I'll be asking the question, are there any health and fitness myths that you know? that have since been debunked. All right, so let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Season 11, episode 23, and we're going to keep it simple. <laughs> the name of this episode will be the topic at hand. Health and Fitness Myths Debunked. All right, so today we're going to delve into some health and fitness myths we're going to debunk a few uh, There's a few out there. This actually came up because one of my clients uh, got injured Well, they got light, uh, slightly injured uh, playing a sport outside of here And they're asking me if they should ice it because uh, that's what their uh, the person on the court told them to do They gave him some ice and said here you go and um yeah, that's really not the best method anymore. Uh, RICE has been uh, since debunked since 2015. So let me give you the, the low down. Let's just start with RICE here. So RICE, rest, ice, compression, and elevation. You may have heard of that before. It was invented in 1978 by Dr. Gabe Merkin. And uh, it's essentially where you rest, if you have an injury, you rest it and then you ice it. You put on compression And then you elevate it. Now some of those things are still existing but ice has definitely been something that has been eliminated and essentially why you don't use ice anymore is because uh, what happens is when you put ice on it actually uh, makes the uh, makes the tissue tissue deteriorate and it actually restricts blood flow and what you want for healing is you actually want more blood flow. All right, so as I said, Dr. Gabe Merkin retracted his statements in 2015 saying that ICE is uh, not as effective as once believed. So uh, they came up with, and they, meaning I'm not sure exactly who came up with it, might have been just a consortium of doctors or whatnot, uh, but they came up with something called. Peace and love. It's an acronym. So, every le- with acronyms, uh, those are words that actually spell out something uh, based off of using the first initial of other words, all right? So, uh, peace, the first letter stands for protect. You want to restrict or decrease movement for one to three days. But the thing is, you don't want to rest too long because then your tissue starts to uh, deteriorate and the quality that is built afterwards is not as uh, supple meaning that you get like more scar tissue, right? So you want to elevate, right, from uh, ice, that's something that is, still exists. You want to elevate it, make sure you keep it elevated in the first few days or so. And uh, believe it or not, now this is something that uh, a lot of people actually turn to, which is not really something that is a good thing is anti-inflammatories. Like you get an injury, you get a bruise, you get a bump or whatnot, you take an anti-inflammatory. And believe it or not, that's actually not as good for you because it uh, again, it restricts blood flow and it makes the injury heal slower. Because like I said, if you don't have blood flow going through the injury, uh, you don't have anything carrying out that bad stuff and you don't have any good stuff going in. So you wanna avoid those anti-inflammatories. Also compress. All right, so you want to compress. You know that's going to actually help uh, limit the tissue hemorrhaging. All right, so what happens is that uh, again, when you uh, are moving it around and stuff like that, you know, say you have an injury on your hip, if you're moving it around and it's not compressed, you're going to get hemorrhaging because it's still it's still healing and it's very delicate. So you want to make sure that you compress. And for the final letter, educate. And you just want to be educated, you know, consult a physician or whatnot or a personal trainer and find out what the uh, best move is for your long-term care. So peace, protect, elevate, avoid anti-inflammatories, compress, and educate. That's your peace. And the educate leads into the second part, which is love, All right, So peace and love. Uh, Educate, as I said, is lead. you talk to a physician to speak to you about long-term care. And one of those things that you want to do is you want to load the affected area uh, because it encourages repair and tissue building. So this is now we're talking about after one to three days. And you're going to have optimism, right? (laughs) <laughs> optimism you want to be uh optimistic about it because it does help you with your prognosis believe it or not it helps you actually heal there's lots of studies that show uh positive thinking you know uh I've read multiple studies uh, back in the day I remember reading a ton of studies about uh positive thinking in uh cancer treatment and I definitely uh tried to read them all off to my mom when she had cancer and uh you know she's a uh, was about n- 11 years now removed from it. So I'm uh, Feeling pretty blessed about that. So stay optimistic and for V. We have vascularization and that's uh, essentially you want to do cardio Because cardio is going to help you increase your overall blood flow, which is going to help uh, Help you with your healing in that affected area and for the final letter exercise. You want to do overall exercise. Uh, in, the f- in the first part, you want to load the affected area because it encourages repair. You want to exercise overall because you want to keep yourself moving. So uh, yeah, peace and love. It's a lot different. Before when we did uh, rice, uh, we essentially just like rested it and didn't do anything until it felt better. And we found nowadays that peace and love is, uh, is going to reduce your recovery time quite significantly, uh, just to, because of the fact that you are actually promoting blood flow, you're promoting, promoting healing, rather than resting and letting your muscles atrophy. All right, so on to the next health and fitness myth. Eating healthy is too expensive. I've heard this so much. I've actually heard this come out of my mouth sometimes. <laughs> and really, it becomes an f- element of you just planning better right? Um, because of the thing is like a lot of people say, you know, it's too expensive or it takes too much time. I remember I had an experiment. It was kind of a forced experiment. <laughs> it was actually before I started the business it was when I knew I was going to have to grind for a little bit. So I stopped eating meat and I stopped eating like all expensive foods. I literally was like, not, it wasn't like I was literally spending $15 a week. And I was eating pretty good. I felt pretty healthy I felt light i I was never really hungry and I essentially just like eating beans and rice and eggs <laughs> and salads i was uh pretty i was pretty limited in what I was eating, but like i said, I was eating off uh, i was eating pretty healthy and I was never hungry at fifteen dollars a week so it was pretty wild uh so I would highly suggest that you uh take a look at what you're doing. In terms of like what time you're putting into your food preparation. Because eating healthy is definitely not too expensive. And if you put the time in, it's actually less time than uh, going out. I've done it. I have experience. I know. You can do it. (laughs) It's not too expensive. And it doesn't take too much time. You just have to actually make the time. Alright, so uh, next one. Avoiding carbs. Oh, that's a good one because I just actually talked about that not too long ago. I don't know if you remember a couple episodes I was talking about protein. Uh, You remember I was talking about, I don't know why it makes me laugh. I shouldn't laugh because that's a death, but uh, Dr. Atkins died of a heart attack and that's essentially because he had too much cholesterol. He's eating too much of a saturated fat diet. So what you want to do is you want to eat pretty much anything that is healthy, right? Try not to avoid anything unless it's obviously, you know, bad for you, like trans fat, you know, two way carbs, like anything else can make you fat. So if you're just eating too much of anything and you just got to be wary of what you, you know, what you're doing, you know, if you are sitting down and you're laying on the couch, you shouldn't be eating carbs because your body has no way to, do anything with that because you're not burning energy and you're not going to be burning energy because you're likely going to be going to bed shortly after that. So stay away from carbs if you're going to be, you know, obviously uh, not active, uh, but don't demonize carbs. They're actually good for you. They give you energy. They're literally the energy pellets that Are they the energy pellets? Well, they're not literally the energy pellets, but they are like energy pellets for your body. It's the easiest way to get energy. So you want to have carbs because they're easily processed. They help your body uh, move through the world. And essentially, it is what energy is. It's carbs. So get your carbohydrates in. Uh, and last but not least, everyone should be gluten-free. You know, uh, this is not as serious as it was once was maybe about 2017, 2018. Everybody was gluten-free, right? There's gluten-free everything. But listen, gluten is not inherently bad. It's just bad for the people that can't take it. You know, I mean, the thing is that gluten, If you, I don't know if you know this. I actually found this out uh, probably uh, two, three years ago. Uh, Gluten is actually the protein that's found in wheat, barley, and rye. Did you know that? Yeah, gluten's a protein. So the thing is that whole wheat, you know, that stuff that you find in like certain breads and stuff that aren't like um, what emulsified or whatnot. They don't have the the nutrients emulsified out. Uh, If you have like real whole grain bread or whole grain whatever, wheat, uh, it has essential B vitamins and fiber, which is really good for you. And so, a lot of gluten free products they actually replace the gluten with like additional sugars and salts and starches, so that being said, you should probably you know whether you're gluten free or not gluten free or you're just trying to eat healthier, um, you should just be checking the labels like again, especially if you're eating uh, a lot of gluten free food for medical reasons all right, so yeah that's pretty much all the uh health and fitness. Myth debunked, you know, I just gave you a little bit of intro uh, info on the uh, rice method on how you can keep yourself healthy when you injure yourself. Uh, We talked about uh, how you can eat healthy without it being too expensive, you just got to plan a little better. Avoiding carbs, you got to get those carbs because like I said, it is energy for you and if you don't have energy, well my friend, it's going to be really hard to burn fat. Yeah, you burn fat at, at first for a little bit, you know, because because in, instead of using sugars, your body will eventually will go into ketosis and burn fat. Uh, but uh, that builds your cholesterol up and that's going to cause a heart attack like Dr. Atkins can, <laughs> can attest. So uh, you want to make sure that you are uh, getting the carbs in, obviously not overloading on carbs and, uh, you know, make sure that whatever you're doing, don't do too much of it. And uh, gluten free. Yep, not everybody should be gluten-free unless it's for medical reasons. All right, so that does it for this episode. Hopefully this brought you uh, some, some value. If it did bring you value, if there's any of these myths that you thought were true uh, beforehand, I would love for you to re- leave a rating or review. Let me know what you feel about it. You know, uh, If there's anything that you uh, might want to add to this list, uh, I would love to hear back from you. Like I said, you can write it in the rating or review section, or you can write me an email, uh, generalfitnesscompany at gmail.com. All right, so I will check you next week. It is Friday, so I will check you on Monday. I hope wherever you are, you are having a good one. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode and to every episode previous and to every episode in the future. Take care of yourself, and as always, keep good company.